Hello everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of Ball Freak Sports Podcast. Joining me in the studio t- again today for the fourth episode, Grayson Abaya. How are you doing, man? Good. Good, Nick. It's good to be here. What's up, Ball Freaks? Um, yeah, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, but we're gonna we're gonna start off by talking about what our mission is on this podcast. Like, yeah, like our motivation. Like, you mean? why we do this? Yeah, um, I mean, not that. <laughs> yeah, both Nick and I are both everyday people. You know, Nick's a student right now. I'm a junior in high school. Junior in high school. I'm a pastor, and I just I love sports. Yeah. Um, so we're just everyday people. We have no like sporting accolade behind us. I would. Say, Nick, why we talk about it. But we love sports. We want to talk about it. We want to share our opinions with you. Get your brain going. And we love to hear from you. Um, at some point, we will have we have an email, actually. And you guys can reach out to us and tell us what you think. I'll, I'll drop the email at the, at the end of the episode. But, um, yeah, um, we just started this because we love sports and we love living lives. If you're looking for expert analysis with all that, you know, the, the, the sports, the, with, with all the journalists and all that, we, I don't know if we're going to deliver for you there. But we're just everyday people and we... We want to appeal to everyday people like you guys who, who just love watching sports. So, I mean, just a bit into why we started this podcast. Um, we might even drop a trailer soon, right? Like a episode zero type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for sure. So to start off with our first segment, uh, we're going to do this probably, probably every time we record. This week in the NBA. So talk about things that happened this week in the NBA that we, uh, that we like or that caught our attention or that... Um, we're happy to see like a lot last week. I talked about uh, Jason Tatum dropping 50 um, But yeah, the first thing I have to say is The Hawks are the Hawks are looking good Grayson. The Hawks are looking good uh, seven game win streak uh, Trey Young's averaging like Trey Young numbers 29 uh, 25 9 and 5 over the last uh, over the last games, which is similar to season averages So it's it's not like he th- that just shows that he wasn't the problem because he's been performing the whole time and He's still performing now, and they're finally starting to win. And these aren't like this isn't a cupcake schedule thing. This is they had wins against the Bucks, against the Wolves, against the Heat, the Hornets, who uh, the Celtics. The, give it the Heat or a bit injured, uh, the Celtics and the Lakers. So I mean the Hawks are the Hawks are coming back, man. And I think I do you think they're gonna make their way back into the top like in, in at least into the play in of course. But like do you think they can end the year as a top eight seed? Oh, I definitely think so. Top, top you know, six, maybe. I, you mean talking about making the playoffs? There's still a lot of games left. There's 30 something, or yeah, just a little, just under 40 games left to play, and or just under, sorry, 30 games left to play. And there's 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 a chance for them to push a run. They did last season. They were they're not even. Expecting oh yeah, they were the like 16 and 20 something. Yeah, uh, yeah, 16 and 25 coming into the midway point, and here they are roaring right back again. And we know they have it in them. They have the energy. They have the players. They have the offense. Their defense is coming along, so I just I just think they need to make a move, man. I I, I like, felt like there's I feel like Cam Reddish was a was a good was a good piece to move for for some like not superstar but at least like an A tier player. Like if they could get someone like Norman Powell in exchange for Cam Reddish and maybe like like because the Blazers need pieces to move. They need to move pieces or actually Robert Covington would be good too because he's like a three and D player. You mean instead of moving him to the Knicks? Yeah, instead of moving him to the Knicks, so, for some scrubs. So I think the big thing, right, for the Hawks is like they have all they actually have talent down the roster. Oh yeah, talented sure. players. I love but, the Hawks. But their the issue is they just don't have enough playing time for all of them. So they had a, I think they had addition by addition by subtraction. You know what I mean? So because there's no camera to eat all the minutes, who's getting all the minutes now? Do you know, Nick? Um, <laughs> DeAndre <laughs> Hunter. 
Oh no, DeAndre Hunter. Oh no, and I love DeAndre Hunter. So bro. part of their part of the reason why they're winning is DeAndre Hunter has come back from the injury, and he is going off with all the. Minutes he's been he's playing very well. I remember play, uh, he was like one of my favorite players because I'm a big Virginia basketball fan because yeah. I lived there for a while, and he was the, the sole reason we won that that championship. Like, was it four years ago now? Three years ago? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I love DeAndre Hunter. I love what he's doing. Great defender. Like, it was uh, all I think he's all SEC defender. Um, uh, or no, all ACC. Sorry. I, I I know my I know my college uh, conferences yeah. all ACC you know the, in the division with Duke and, and UNC and all them so um yeah like, I, I thought I it was a great deal to the table. I thought the, the Hawks deal to trade Cam Reddish who was eating minutes away he's a great offensive player but you don't need more great offensive players no, next it, to no I, I don't think it was a bad move to get rid of Cam Reddish but my problem was that they didn't get what I felt like they needed to make a playoff push now and from wh- it. who would have who would have been a good you said Norman Powell. He's not moving. They don't have the salary. I know. I, I also said Robert Covington. Do you not think they could take a Robert Covington? They don't have the like. You don't know how, how trade works. But <laughs> we had this conversation <laughs> yeah. last time. The salaries have to match to an extent. The the Hawks don't have like they that much make it work. Cap. No, I feel like they could make something work though if they wanted to. No, they don't have the cap space. Who would, you know they for them to trade that? Cameron is a first round pick, dude. You're paying him. You're paying him a good amount of money. Six million a year. Yeah, I I understand. He's under still on a rookie Robert contract. Robert Covington is twelve million a year. And they don't have six million dollars in cap space. If All right, they did, so trade for someone who does. Like, like there's got to be some. You have to trade someone for another rookie contract, and that's who they did. They traded him for Kevin Knox. But Kevin Knox is trash. He doesn't. They don't need him to play. They just need him to get out of the minutes he was, so that it frees up minutes for the players they do have for Kevin Herter, for Bogdan Bogdanovich. Or I mean, talk about, talk about freeing up minutes for the Knicks aren't Hunter. playing Cam Reddish either. He is, he is playing Cam Reddish. <laughs> no, no, you, they, like maybe you played him the last game, but like all the Knicks fans are like, play Cam Reddish, man. Well, he has to get acclimated to the team. He doesn't know their schemes or what they're doing. It's Tom Thibodeau. It's Tom Thibodeau, bro. Tom Thibodeau doesn't really he's play. Also a defensive, he's a big defensive coach. Right, so he had to prove your chops, right? Like, I'll, I'll, there's so do you think players. he will work his way into the Knicks' like, key yeah. rotation? He will work his way into the Knicks' rotation. I'm, I'm, I'm not like against... Uh, Cam Reddish is a player. I just don't think that's a good fit for him on the on the Hawks because they're trying to win sooner than later. I liked watching him a lot at Duke. Yeah, like, and he needs time to. Con- and develop. now Zion's definitely going to MSG, bro. He's gonna play at MSG. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's leaving a lot anyway, of money on the table. To yeah. Look. So uh, the Hawks, the Hawks are looking good. But anyway, um, you, you want to introduce our second topic, uh, for this week in the NBA, or give me your give me your topic for for your second week in the NBA. Oh, um. So my favorite game this week was actually Embiid versus AD. Just so Embiid versus AD. <laughs> the Sixers versus the Lakers. Like I, we we've had some like you know, over the last several years, great guard games, mm-hmm. forward games, wings, wing games, but like big man games where just like go toe to toe. Like we hardly get to see it. Yeah. So to see watch M- Embiid and AD just battle, you know, like post up. Hit, hit right on the, the double, side of the floor. dunk on. They both dunked on each other, so it was really? kind of funny. I, yeah. I saw the highlights. I, yeah, they were they were going crazy. Was it? It was it was in was it in Philly? It was in Philly. Yeah. So, uh, well, no LeBron James. Oh well, that's that's a really it was a really good sign for the Lakers to see AD uh, looking like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. like he's been struggling with like injuries. Like you think he has one good game and then he just gets injured. And I, I'm just happy to see AD playing. Um. I don't think he has. Like, remember what he said earlier this year? Like, I have nothing left to prove. I'm like, prove, I'm so. like, dude, you have a lot to prove. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you go to the Lakers, the you, you, team up with, you team up with a consensus top three player of all time in LeBron James. 
maybe even top two at this point. Uh, top two. Top two. <laughs> Consensus top two player of all time, and you get a championship. Woohoo, bro! You didn't. You don't. You have a lot left to prove. You were supposed to be up there with Giannis as like a top. As the like, it was between him and and AD for the top best mm-hmm. power board in the league. And you single hand. You just let Giannis take that away from you, and you did nothing about it. Not that you could, because you. That I mean, I'm not sure. Giannis is kind of inevitable, but like. To say you have nothing left to prove, that says a lot, man. I don't like those comments that he said. I don't really care. He's the Lakers. I don't really. (laughs) (laughs) No, but But for me, you always have something to prove. You have to be proved that you're the best at your position every league. So he's not going to be the best. He's not. He can't prove that. I mean, what would he have to do to to solidify? Like after Giannis just won a championship, a Finals MVP, and two MVPs. uh, But it's year for year. year. It's year for year. Not just considering all the accolades. Because if you did that, LeBron James is the best player every year, right? Yeah. Um, which is not. I mean, he, he might be for a while still, but um, he may not be actually. It's it's on the run. So so like, but, but next still thing, this like, year is Giannis. This year, this year. Oh, I don't know. What? I don't know if he's the best player, most dominant big this year. No, I said Giannis is the, is the best power forward in the league right now. Oh, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about best big. So power forward and big. big oh oh yeah, well big is it's either Jokic or Embiid. Because like they, so like. Like, <laughs> Giannis <laughs> kind of plays somewhat of a perimeter game. Compared to like an all-out inside game that the rest of the guys have. Well, yeah, because he's got like good he's handles. He got middies. He got. He's he's not that like. Well, not, not he's not he has, huge. Like, crazy handles, but you just, he's yeah. not. He's not like. He he's not really muscular, obviously, the last years, but yeah. he's not a three hundred pound guy, essentially. Yeah. Right. No, like is Jokic. He, is he two? What, how much does he weigh? Is like he's like two forty. Yeah, that's a. That and it be and AD is like two forty, two fifty. Okay, yeah. So they're 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 power forwards. I mean, what can you expect? They're centers that? in this league. I mean, yeah. I mean, Giannis is two forty two, six eleven. Yeah. So. Just forty pounds short of Embiid and Jokic, <laughs> maybe more. Maybe Embiid's I think they lie about their weight. To be honest, <laughs> you do. Embiid's a heavy boy, and so is Jokic. Jokic is too, bro. But Jokic, I think they're both three hundred pounds. Too. I don't think Jokic cares. I don't I think, think Jokic cares you, for people. You said Nurkic. He just came out and was like, "Yeah, I drink a Coke a day." Um, and Embiid are three hundred pounds. That's my guess. Yeah, and I also think Luca's lying about his age, and he, and he's he's younger <laughs> than he's. I mean, he's older than he says he is. Probably. Uh, but um, yeah. Yeah. So watching that battle was awesome. You know, watching how that played out. That was a great game mm-hmm. for me. Um, my last uh this week in the NBA was it, I'm I'm just happy to see Kyrie Irving back out there, man. It it ma- it makes me happy, and he just goes off against the Warriors, which is what well, yeah what leads me to my to my second this week in the NBA. Kyrie was going toe to toe with the Warriors, man. He almost single handedly won that game for them. No James Harden. No KD, you know, just just impressive. Like not to say we didn't know he had it, but I think this 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 Nets team is really gonna suffer, dude, if he can't play home games, especially in the playoffs. And I just hope I just hope somehow uh, they either let him uh, play in the playoffs or, or he, he or he gets vaccinated so he so he can. But they're gonna really need him. They're gonna really need him uh, down the stretch. And I, but it was just happy to see that he's full that he's full like. Full speed, you know. The NBA almost tried to strip him of his greatness, you know, by not putting him in the top seventy-five. Uh, like, great, great guy. Um, I mean, I never met him, but I'm just happy to see him out there, and I think, and I think he performed really well. And um, you know, I, I, I'm excited to see what this Nets big three can do when they're healthy. Well, we know what they can do, but they, it's this is, yeah, it's, it's another conversation that I have <laughs> with that. But I, you know, as as cool it is probably for an everyday friend to watch Kyrie go off. For me, it's like. Well, we know he has offensive chomps, but the big thing about Kyrie is mm-hmm. like he's still a pretty selfish dude. Yeah, about like you know like, like uh, not necessarily about the vaccine, but like 
it's just the way he carries himself. That yeah, like I mean, like well, it's certainly, cer- no, it's certainly, I mean, he we definitely certainly got it. Like from what he said, like I don't want to live under LeBron's shadow, you know. Yeah. Like, and I, I remember someone asked him in like an interview, is like, was LeBron kind of like a fatherly figure to you? And he's like, I only have one dad. <laughs> he's like, well, that's an odd question. I know, I know, I, I understand that, but he's like, like, they're he's, only he's like, like five years of, or seven years apart. So, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that reporter's got to get fired, man. No, he doesn't need to get reported, but just record. Um, the reporter got re- needs to re- need report the report. <laughs> report the reporter. <laughs> but you know, like for me, it's like I just disinterested in Kyrie. I just like whatever. You have one every every player every top twenty five players in the league will have one great game in the season. Kyrie's have one great game in the season. I'm like all right. No, but, I'm just, but no, but like I understand. Like I'm not, you. You make it seem like an orgy. I'm just happy to see him back, man. I'm, I'm not happy, happy that to he's see him back. Why? I don't. I don't, you don't, like, you don't like him. I don't well, so, so this is weird. This is weird because I'm a Celtics fan, bro. And I was like, Kyrie played us, bro. He messed. He came in. We had a bunch of young, promising talent. We thought he was gonna take us over the top, and just we had we had good problems, right? You know, good problems when you have too you much know, Terry Rozier, you know, who was looking very promising at the time. Not to say he's not, but he's like we still. like we had so much talent, and Kyrie comes, and that's a good problem to have. And I thought Brad Stevens would be able to manage it, but Kyrie gets injured right before the playoffs, um, like twice. He got was injured uh, going into the playoffs, and then when he's back, it's like you you want your young guys to develop, and then Kyrie just wants to have the ball the whole time, the last two three minutes of every game, and then we ended up getting Kemba, which wasn't all that be- all, all that much better. But yeah, I'm I'm happy to see him back because I just think. I, I like when, when good NBA players are on the court. And that's the, I was just happy to see that, that he's back. Uh, honestly, I I kind of hopping on the on the Warriors train. I think they're going to I think they're the favorites to win the to win the West, but yeah, anyway, um let's move on. Let's move on. No, I'll just say one more last thing about Kyrie. Availability availability matters to it does. to how you grade your season is. And just one great game in a game where you no, the season where he's in this half of it. I don't you're, you're, you're like, I'm just, just trying uh, my words, man. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just giving you my piece of opinion. No, I'm just saying, I'm saying that the talent is obviously there. All right. Hey, and, hey, and I'm not even disagreeing I'm with happy, you. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm just letting you know there. I'm not happy. That's all. You're not happy that he's I'm back. Just, I'm, 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 I'm indifferent about him being back. Okay. And he still lost the game, so. <laughs> he did lose the game. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. All-star lineups came out, um, do you want do you want to announce the All Star lineups, Grayson? Sure. So on the East we have Trey Young, Demar Derozan, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. <laughs> Butchered Giannis. No, Antetokounmpo. I know, but you said it weird, bro. <laughs> I thought I said it right, but okay. In the West we have Stephen Curry, Ja Morant, Ja, who called? LeBron him? James, Nikola Jokic, and <laughs> Why'd you wait the for big him? surprise, <laughs> Andrew Wiggins. Drew Wiggins, man. So obviously that is the. That was that was the shock. Like everything else, I'm I'm shocked that Jaw kind of made it in the sense like, whoa. I wasn't. I faked um, it, and I thought it. Was... I didn't. So I'm shocked that the, the NBA coaches voted for Jaw as high as they did. In the in the voting process. Who do you expect the, the I'm not coaches to vote for? Okay, let me let me rephrase it. I don't think he wasn't deserving, but I just didn't think he got all that. I didn't think he was gonna get all the credits yet. I thought they were gonna be like, you still have lots to prove, right? Let me say, like, I'm not hating on Jamar. He has lots to improve, but he's already solidified himself. No, but as a I'm saying, like, I felt like the the league itself, like the players, because the players get a vote and the coach get a vote. Oh, the media gets a vote, and the uh, 25% of the vote goes to the uh, media. 25% goes to the vote goes to the NBA coaches, well, and the 50% the of the of the fan votes. I mean, the, the votes, the fan votes is, is fan votes. 
right? Oh no, so, so look, twenty-five players, twenty-five coaches. No, no, no. So, the voting for the NBA All um, starters are fifty percent of the vote. Um, fifty percent of the fifty <laughs> percent of the voting is fan voting. So whatever, okay. right? Fifty percent fan. Twenty-five percent is media. Yep. You know, the Bill Simmons, those guys so who report. 25, so 50% fans, 25% media. And 25% NBA coaches. coaches. So the players don't get a say? Not really? Uh, they don't really get a say, no. no. <laughs> so, well, well, like, well, they do in the sense that they get to play. The coach. The coach well, is I mean, say. like, if, not to say, like, you do get a say in if, if you're an all-star or not, but you don't ma- necessarily get a say in if someone else is an all-star. Well, and then the media guys, too, they talk to, to other to, to basketball players, and they ask them, who do you think is an all-star? So they have a say somewhere. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. Um, they, they can also advocate for people. Easily with your interview, so. <laughs> well, let's start with the East, right? But, but let me just say this, okay? So I'm not saying John Morant wasn't deserving. I just thought, with the way things happened, that he wouldn't get in. Either the media or the, the NBA coach would be like, he's great and all, but he still has a lot to prove, so he's not a starter. Okay. I thought he would still be an All Star. So, so you. So I just you, thought, you I judged just, it on what you what you thought was gonna happen, not whether he was. Well, and I just gonna, you didn't think I, I just thought that did you think he was an All Star starter. I like, did. I thought he could be an All Star starter. I just thought that Devin no, Booker would rise you, up. Did you think that he was deserving of that spot? Oh yeah, like, given I, the midseason like, award. If you just didn't we, think he would get it, I just didn't think he was gonna get it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. just like I thought he was gonna get it, and he did get it. That's why, it's just like Luca, like Luca's Luca's an all star, right? Perennial all star, probably. You know, he's a generation. Well, I don't know if he's generational talent, but he's he's great, right? Um, I don't know if I can give him that title. As I'm saying he could be considered generational talent. Yeah. Um, so, again. He's an All Star, but I don't think I didn't think he was gonna get it just because he didn't play enough games. Yeah. So, the one that we're just so surprised about, <laughs> because everyone else we're like, oh yeah, that makes sense, is Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> All right, so tell so, me so, what I, you I, you texted me right I after it happened. Like, Andrew Wiggins made the All Star game because that was my immediate reaction. Like I saw, I saw the 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 the, the text right. Or mm-hmm. no, I didn't see the text. I saw I saw the news, and I'm like, okay, Andrew Wiggins is an all star. Like, what the heck? So let's let's break it down. Why? But we, then, well, how it happened? But so then, what? like, you realize that all the like the, the like all the threes and the fours. I mean, like, it just the just front court the, players. just front court players in general. A lot of them have been injured. Kawhi, right. like Paul George. I think those are names. Sincerely yeah, think yeah. that if Paul George is healthy, he gets that spot. Same thing with Kawhi. Kawhi right. Uh, same thing with AD. All right, um, and so and all the other guys are in the East. Like Jason Tatum would easily make the starting lineup in this in this West front court. He'd easily get that third spot. Right. And not to say Andrew Wiggins has been playing bad. I've actually been very high on him this year. Yeah, he's been um, great, great. And he has the numbers. He has the acumen to back it up. His stats do back it up. Like yeah. he's a, so he's I think his stats player. back it up more than Draymond Green's do. And I think with the recent like Draymond Green missing games, I think that's why they picked him over it. But I still would pick Draymond Green personally. Yeah, but uh, but and and like I I mentioned in the last episode, Luca, like Luca definitely deserves it over Wiggins. But you can't put a like like I guess he's considered he, like he technically is a is a as a point point guard and a small forward. But you they 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 list they, him as they a they him, list yeah. him as a backcourt player. So I mean, there's not much I I could do about that. That was my fault for putting it. <laughs> well, so again. So, so one interesting storyline I've been kind of hearing is that Andrew Wiggins got the the All Star starters because because of K-pop. There's a K-pop star, right? Let me just tell you the story. <laughs> K-pop star I, I, I said this. This Andrew funny. Wiggins for for All Star, right? And hashtagged it. And you know, a K-pop on, star. On, he tweeted it out. Okay. Right. And all of his K-pop followers. Oh my goodness. Retweeted or posted Andrew Wiggins for All Star. Are you kidding me? And so that all those votes, all the internet <laughs> votes came in. And if you, because you look at the all-star voting, right? 
Andrew Wiggins <laughs> is the third, story behind why you like third on the line. <laughs> why does he like Andrew Wiggins? And I was just like, I don't know. It just he just put it out there. I mean, maybe he's friends with him. Who knows, right? So he's just he's there because of the fans, <laughs> and he's playing great too. So you know. And I mean, Good I'm, job, ha- I'm happy Wiggins. to see he's found a spot that like he can be right. successful in and whatnot because he was a number one overall pick, um, uh, and so like you like especially number one like you don't always want to see number one overall picks like do tremendously well but when they've been struggling in their early career not to say like he's broken out as some crazy superstar but I'm just happy to know that like I, not like I don't want to don't want to sound weird but I, I just. I'm happy that he's that he's in a good spot where he can where he can utilize his talents and uh, hopefully help this uh, Warriors team make a championship run. We'll see what happens. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, and in in the East, there's really nothing to talk about. <laughs> the, like our exact lineups got picked, and I mean, it'd be crazy if they weren't. Well, just just to kind of like give some props to to uh, Andrew Wiggins. So he was first first um he was. Pick overall, first overall. Yeah, first overall pick. Um, but that's only because Joel Embiid was kind of injured, and so if Embiid was healthy, he would have gone first overall. Picked. Okay. Yeah, and if you have to, re- we should do a redraft on every year. Actually, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, we should. I do, love. We should do, I, we should do that in the off season because it's. I just. I just love it. <laughs> I love the idea, and I like listening to it. But I, no, I disagree with some people. <laughs> um, but if I had to, you know, if you had to redraft the year, it'd be like you can go either way. Um, Who was in that Embiid, draft class? Embiid, Embiid, and and Jokic obviously would be the top two. Yeah. Right. Um, and you can go either way with that, and I think you'd be fine. Um, Julius Randall, Julius Randall would probably be number three. Oh, dude, he's that old. Andrew Wiggins is probably right. Oh my goodness, them. he got drafted seven years ago. Marcus Smart, this is in the same draft. So, oh, Marcus Zach Levine. Smart. So Zach Levine's up there too. So, oh. so Zach Levine's actually higher than Wiggins actually. So, we'll have to we'll have to do redraftable, but <laughs> it's actually not a bad draft. And um, oh, Bogdan Bogdanovich is there. Wasn't too. Wasn't Jabari Parker like one of the big ones? He's like, second overall in this draft. Yeah, coming out of Duke. Yeah, he was good, but then his his knee just kind of. And went I know we picked Marcus Smart. Like, was it seventh? Six, seventh? No, we had. Oh wait, yeah, you're right. It was it six? Yeah, six. It was six. And then I know Julius Randle right after him. Alfred Payton was a big guy, and they were like very people really high on him. Yusuf Nurkic, he was also in this draft. So there's a lot of bigs. There's there's Clint quite a Capella. Bit of bigs. Clint, Clint Capella. Um, oh yeah. Ooh, yeah, it, was good, it, it, was a, it was a it was a decent Jeremy Grant is there too. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson really down. Your your, your Filipino mm-hmm. boy. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then ya- Thanasis Antetokounmpo, bro? Yeah. Giannis's brother? Okay. Yep. So, all in all, like, it's a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think anyone's... Like, it's just, like, it it, it, it was a plausible pick, right? It, like, it made sense given the... the like, because, dude, let's be real. Like, if, if someone were to just, like, skip the first half of the season and they just come in with no, with no news... And you were to tell him with a straight face that Andrew Wiggins is an all-star <laughs> starter, they would look at you like you're crazy. Why are you insane? <laughs> but I think some of it, you know, like just again, he he was not in good franchises, right? He yeah. was Minnesota Timberwolves for Timberwolves for a while. And now he's on the he's going to yeah. say and again, being on the right team matters. Do you do you have any other things you want to talk about like the All Star selections? Like I'm interested to see like when the next one like the when no, the bench so, reserves come out. Oh, when they do the draft. Yeah. When oh, I love watching the draft, man. It's like <laughs> I you, know get, I you love get the, watching the draft. I, I love like, watching. I don't know why. I like to see what like people think. And like I remember LeBron was like all about the Utah Jazz slander. He's like, I don't care if they have Carmelo or <laughs> or John yeah. Stockton. I, like That's no one played up. with them on 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 two K. D Mitchell, <laughs> come on, bro. You gotta give it to Spider. 
Well, I mean, uh, there's, I mean, no one really liked Rudy Gobert. I mean, not that I like him. I, I think, I think that thing that with COVID, Rudy Gobert really hurt his like Dude, public perception. Seriously, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's take a break. I want to eat some gummy bears, and we'll yeah. come back. Uh, we'll be back, guys. Welcome back, ball freaks. We took a little break, had some gummy bears to throw down and just yeah. eat. Gummy bears, um, bro. We're just doing a new t- new section today. Uh, Something called buy and sell, right? So kind last like year, stock up, stock like a stock, thing. yeah, stock thing. So last year we played a little stock game or economics class. It was kind of fun. I think I lost, uh, which <laughs> doesn't bode well for me. Uh, good thing Chris doesn't charge our finances, you know. <laughs> um, but we're gonna go th- each go through five rumors or thoughts we have in an NBA, and we either we buy or we sell on the idea. And so, yeah, I'll start first to give the listeners and you a, an idea what we want uh, to yeah. do. Okay? <laughs> I don't know so rumor going around, Darren Morey says he is willing to hold on to Ben Simmons past the trade deadline. Past? Past the deadline. So he's, he's, he's okay with not trading him pretty much at the trade like, deadline. With some of the offers I've seen like be, be passed up, like I think he's going like all out, man. I think he wants James Harden. So, like, we might even talk a little bit about that, but I'm buying that stock because I've just seen him turn down these ridiculous offers. Like, I don't want to say, like, is, what, if I say I buy, does that mean I think he will hold on to him? Or do I, I wholeheartedly believe he's willing to? Because I do believe he's willing to. I think he's that stubborn. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm I asking. think he's that stubborn, and uh, I don't know, man. Like, I think... If they hold on to Ben Simmons, any championship run is out the window this year. I guess do you buy that Simmons' pass is on the is on the Sixers rosters passes the trade deadline? I'm buying it. If oh, they're, okay. If they're, if, 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 if they're not, if if they're going all out for Harden, I'm buying it. Oh, you, you think he's gonna wait for the summer and be like trade trade uh, sign and trade? Then. I think he's gonna be stupid in doing so. But yeah, I mean, I've, we've already seen him turn down some ridiculous offers. Did you see that? Do you see that? Uh, the the Kings, the Kings package? Yeah. Buddy Heald, De'Aaron Fox. Was it? Did they throw Tyrese in there? Or no, something? they're not gonna trade. They're Tyrese. not throwing Tyrese, but they threw like, like some first uh, rounders too. And uh, what's his name too? Uh, how uh, they were willing to do, um, the guy that was on the. On the Warriors, they got trade Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes, for and with so they can get rid of him. Oh his my name goodness, too. dude, um, Daryl Moore, bro. <laughs> Tobias. Something, Harris, something so. got something got into his head. Um, but yeah, so so uh, no, I do something like that. So, so, uh, all right, I'll pick one. I'll yeah, pick you one. you're trading. All right, stock up, stock down. Are you buying? Are you selling, Grayson? Damian Lillard. Okay, a lot of people are saying that. I mean, we all know this guy's incredibly loyal. Or else, if he was like Westbrook, he would have moved on already. But People are saying he's going to sign another contract extension, like a two-year extension after this, after the season. Are you buying that? Like, this, this, this Blazers team, man, they keep giving him hope, and they're just like, come on, free Dame, respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you know part of his legacy is just he wants to be one team guy. I think that's part of his legacy he wants, and two, like Steph. So part of the organization's reason why they would want to hold on to Dame is. Um, Jody Allen is holding on to the Blazers until he, she can sell when they do the expansion, right? And she gets a truckload of money. And then she'll sell because then she gets all that expansion money, sell for the expansion money, and, you know. Poor Dame, man. He's getting he's getting. Well, used. I mean, I think they, they can still make it work both ways. And the only way to make sure you say, all right, Dame, we're with you 100% is to get this extension. Because he's already extended quite a bit, right? Like, he, he has like two, three years left, right? Yeah, he has three years left on this extension. So it puts him two more years on top of that. That puts him to like thirty six or thirty seven years old. So he's he's, he's set. He's gonna re- if he does he's that, set. he's gonna retire a blazer. 
Yeah. Like, because he either needs to move now or he never needs to move. So I think part of him, I think he, he wants to win as a Blazer and he wants to win a championship. But I think it's even more important that he's a one-team player. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's you, more you wouldn't accept game. the Ben Simmons package for him? If I was... I mean, well, no. Like, it, you would, as ex- a you, you would consider, fan. as a Blazers fan, you might consider it. But there's no way you're going to give the, the 76ers what they're asking for. No. No yeah. way. They need to give more than just um, Ben Simmons and Tybee's. The, the, dude, Daryl Moore is yeah. the type of guy to ask for James Harden and multiple first-round picks in exchange for Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think trading with you lose when they trade with Daryl Moore. You just know yeah, that you, you're gonna lose. Yeah. yeah, unless you get McCollum for Simmons. In there. I mean, like the only the only fleece that's worse than some of the guys that the, like this. The only fleece that I've ever seen worse than what this guy's trying to pull off. Is those like eight first round picks for Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett? <laughs> when they were like in their that mid-30s. was that was crazy. <laughs> that was Danny right. Ainge pulled out the, one of the greatest fleas. Right. Give me your second. Uh, okay, this one's kind of funny. Since considering that the All Star Game um, draft is coming up soon, oh, let's, draft, let's go. Does LeBron make fun of Wiggins again by making him not get either not putting him on the LeBron team or making him essentially get picked up last? Because you know how. LeBron, uh, when Wiggins got drafted, he got drafted to Cavaliers, right? Yeah. And it's saying instead of playing with Andrew Wiggins, he he, he told him to trade Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. <laughs> and so you got Kevin Love <laughs> on that team. So right. I, so is it dis- I'm asking you, do you buy LeBron disrespects Wiggins again? Not picking him at all. I don't all? think. Or do you think I don't, it I like I don't like I'm I'm gonna sell on that one because I. It's not even disrespectful to pick Wiggins last out of all these guys. He's clearly the worst player of all the starters so i think he's gonna just get last because of it and yeah i mean but do you think he'll make it well never mind that's not the question but maybe maybe he'll pick him if like if like he messes up and he ends up needing like a three right or it would be really funny if he ended up picking like four big men or no no like three guards (laughs) instead of wiggins but no, I don't. I don't think he's gonna do that. I think. I think what he did in Cleveland was kind of too. That was too much disrespect. But he was. He was. He wasn't young back then. But he was. You know, he was. He was younger than he. Like he wasn't the. He was a, even a veteran back then. Goodness, the men's have like two Hall of Fame careers. But yeah, I don't think he's gonna disrespect him. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I, I tell that to you to be honest. And so, uh, so I buy Dame. I also buy Simmons with you. What's your next one? Okay, and I, what about that one? The Simmons? No, no, the one that we just talked about. Wiggins, are you buying that one? You think he's? Oh, I'm selling. I I just wondered, you know, like yeah, just something I, funny. I, but LeBron <laughs> is one of those guys. You just never know. He might just say something. Yeah. Right the, like he didn't have to say anything about the Jazz yeah, last year, but he still <laughs> he said did. it. So. All right. Well, um, the second thing I'm gonna talk about since we're approaching the trade deadline, um, like you just mentioned earlier, uh, John Wall for Russell Westbrook, which we talked a little bit on on the last episode. So. Obviously, it would it, I, like we talked about this on the last episode, like I just said. But we also said that it would like make sense for the Lakers to do it, but it doesn't seem like a realistic trade. Well, I guess I guess the Rockets must have been must have been listening, because they decided they want more than just Westbrook. They said because the Lakers have been talking to them. I feel bad for Westbrook, bro. Like they're just everyone wants to trade him. Like they're all. But anyway, yeah, they said. We want Westbrook and the 2027 first round pick. So That's Lakers exactly. won't have one till like almost like, was it 2028. Half a, half a decade from now. <laughs> oh my goodness. So they're not built for the future. They might as well. Do I buy that they'd make that trade? Essentially? Do you do you buy that the that the Lakers be willing to give up that much for John Wall? 
considering that there are <laughs> God bless you, bro. Sorry, I had no, to sneeze. Considering that they're a, that they're like a, a win now team, because they have to be. When you have LeBron on your team, you're a win now team, and they don't have any picks in the future. So I mean, you're gonna do like what the LA Rams did and just sell out, like like disregard draft picks at all. Because let's be fair, Lakers miss on most of their draft picks anyway. Well, they did really well <laughs> when Kobe, you know, that. No, I'm talking like in the, in the recent years. Like, you, like who, who did they pick? Lonzo? Well, they didn't. So, so Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, Lonzo. Julius Randle. And, right. and they, they're all good players, all but good when players, they leave, they traded, LA. <laughs> they all traded them away. So. And they all good got job, better. Lakers. And they all got better when they traded them. Um, but yeah, do you buy it? Are you, are you, like, I don't, that stock's pretty low right now. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would sell that. Throw a couple dollars um, in it. I think, I think the Lakers are going to stick through it to the season. And then if if that trade happens, it's, it's in the offseason. I think it depends on how AD plays in the next couple games. Like, if he comes back, like, full speed, full speed AD, like, for the next couple games before the All-Star break and before the trade deadline, um, I think they stick with what they've got. I think they stick with what they got. Period. Just in the history of LeBron James' teams, they've never made a large midseason acquisition. Hmm. Um, I think the largest they ever on any of the teams they ever did was Antoine Jameson when they got him for the Cavaliers hmm. way back when, so... Uh, yeah, well, I, I yeah. think it's a sell. I don't think they. I don't think they move on that. Yeah, give me your third. All right. So the. I think it's a sell as well. In um in light of how he's been playing the last couple weeks, Kate Cunningham, do you Kate. does he roar past Evan Mobley for Rookie of the Year? Not what? No, sell on that. He's not roaring past him. Like he. So yeah. So he, was he? Did he record like the youngest triple double? Was sneak. it him? Yeah. Or, maybe not the youngest. I think the. He had a thirty and eight game, right? He had like a thirty-eight and six, and then he had like a twenty-ten-ten. Oh, okay. Um, but he's not roaring past him, but he's definitely closed the gap. And I think people were like counting Cade out. Like everyone's like, "Yo, it's gonna be Evan Mobley." Evan Mobley. Let me let's rephrase the question. Is the does is can Cade steal the Rick of the Year from Evan Mobley? Is there enough time? Yes, absolutely. So you're buying that? Yeah, I'm buying that. I'm buying that. You're buying that he steals it. Let me ask you. Hot take. I think he will. I think he will grab the rookie of the year. Oh, um, I I think you know. Offense? It's just like you were talking about. Like the narrative's too strong already, though. This might hurt him. That the Cavs are good, right? Yeah. And everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, Evan Mobley came and and and, the, and he changed the team, dude." That's that's Garland's team, man. That's not Evan Mobley's team. Yeah, it's not just Evan coming in, but it definitely Something out, Garland's changed. jump. Garland's jump. Mark Lauren Markkinen getting there, right? And then Mobley on top of that. Like that's, like that's stuff. All these factors coming in. And I think I think Mobley time. honestly like. A year of Jared Allen. I'm about to say too. something spicy. I think he gets too much. I think he gets no, too much credit for their success. I think he, I think he gets enough success. You think he gets you, a fair amount? Because you, when you look at how they run their defense, have you seen their defense? Yeah, I they, watched them play, but Jared Allen's just as good at it bro, as they, on the defensive side of the ball. No, no, I, I would say Jared they, Allen's they play better. a 1-2-2. Two, two. They play Evan Mobley at the top. 1-2-2? Two, two. They play Evan Mobley at the top. What? Garland and Okoro. I gotta watch some Cavs tape, bro. You've been making up the, no, you said the same thing with the Timberwolves they last played, They won, they played, they played the guards on the, the wing and they play Markkinen and, and Jared Allen down below. So, aren't, aren't they gonna be like susceptible to the high post or is, that's what Evan Mobley's for? Because, I, like, you you say a 1-2-2 two, two is in Evan, Evan Mobley's waiting at the top. Yeah. Like, that's so then they're, they're the then they're gonna have guards posting up on Garland. Can you, can you push, can you throw a pass over Evan Mobley? <laughs> a nice pass over Evan Still, Mobley? bro. Bounce past it through his legs. <laughs> it, it's just a, it's a different Put defense, and they funnel all stuff. their they funnel everything to the sides to their bigs, and so you're you're trying to shoot over two bigs on either direction. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, is it my turn? Is it my turn to give yeah. the third? Yeah. 
So Houston says that they are ready to move Eric Gordon and to like a a, cont- a team that's contending because let's be real, the it, like you're talking about selling in general. <laughs> the, the Rockets are sellers. They're also talking about Christian Wood, which honestly we're not. I'm not even gonna talk about him because <laughs> he's not he's irrelevant. But Eric Gordon is a very good player for a championship team. And do you think he's gonna get traded? Are you? Are you I think so. It? I buy that. You, you know, that? if you I, I, if I, you have I, a salary cap filler and a trade uh, a, a first, you can you can you can buy yourself an Eric Gordon. You know. And there's several teams that would love an Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. He can defend in the guard position. He can show to defend. What do you think? Score. Do you think the Lakers would like an Eric Gordon? Oh, sure. Spacing, bro. Yeah, but they don't got anything to trade. <laughs> Dude, I feel they bad. They have no for salary Lakers. to trade. The Lakers need so much, and they have no assets. I actually think the Celtics are a prime candidate for Eric Gordon. Oh. No. I don't want it. Nah, I, don't, I, just, I don't want it. It's just I kind of see him as like a, like just a guy who sits in the corner. No, he's not. You, 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 how involved is he with the Rockets? Offense? He's pretty good. He he can create on the. I watched him a lot with James Harden, and that, I felt like that's kind of what he like, he would just like move off ball a little bit. When when Harden went down, he would be the off, not Harden, but he would come he's off. He's not the a floor. dominant ball handler. He's not he, a predominant he can, ball he handler. He can score. He can be your twenty point yeah, game scorer, he's secondary not good scorer. At driving into the into the. He can be try try. He's not going to be our score. secondary scorer. Third he wouldn't score. even be our third scorer. He could be a third scorer, easy. Yeah, and I don't he's, want a, him. he's a strong I, defender. I don't think he's. I don't like think you'd go wrong with get him. It, trade Al Horford for him. <laughs> our perimeter defenders are actually pretty trade, good. Trade Al Horford for him. Anyone, I'll trade Al Horford for anyone, bro. The number, the the salaries would almost match. What? They're not paying him twenty-seven mil. Not twenty-seven mil, but I think I think Eric Gordon makes twenty million. No, he doesn't. He probably makes like fifteen. Yeah. Anyway. I'm buying. I'm buying that stock too. I think they're gonna move him because so many teams would like him. Um, He's oh, 18 million a year. 18. That's a lot, man. Uh, almost 19 million. So 19 million. Why, years. dude? Who pay? Why do they pay him that much? They because he's a talented player, and you just want to trade assets too. Well, yeah. Um, I'm buying on that too. Give me your four. We only only got two more each. Okay, so my fourth is sort of a, a fourth and fifth are kind of combined. Okay, so it's a it's a question within three questions. Mm-hmm. All right, either or. Which one do you think is gonna be moved? I have, I have three pairs of te- names that might get moved. Okay. All right. Or that maybe you just want to get moved. And two are from our teams, and one from a team that obviously it's one of them's gonna get moved. So <laughs> we'll just do the one I think it's gonna be the team to <laughs> spin them, bro. Um. So which big gets moved out of Indiana? Turner or Sabonis? Right. And let me finish the questions first. And then from the Blazers, Powell or McCollum? And then from the Celtics, Horford or Time Lord? Time so um, go ahead, Indiana first. I think, I think I think I think if you're the Celtics, which you're keeping Time Lord. So so I'm definitely I'm buying the Al Horford leaves. I really want him to leave. I think he has to like like dude. I love I love Big Al, but I remember there's this one game against the Houston Rockets he just where he the same guy. botched an open layup, and we were paying him like 27 mil. Uh, we still are, but he's on the same contract I think than when we signed him. Uh, we traded him to Philly. Um, but anyway. I just remember him botching an open layup to win the game against the Rockets, and I'm like, yeah, dude, get off our team. Uh, but he came back, and I just think we need to move him. And we're only paying Time Lord. Can you look up his, his salary? I think it's like 15 because we, like, we just extended him. Uh, so definitely keeping Time Lord. CJ McCullen or Norman Powell? I think you guys got to move on from CJ, man. I think I think well, I think Norman like if I don't have a feeling about I who think should get well, moved. honestly you, I think you should move both of them but if you had to keep how are you going to move 50 million dollars if you had to keep if you had to keep one Norman Powell and then 
Miles Turner or or Sabonis. It really I have to, I don't know a lot about the Indiana Pacers uh, uh, front office, but I were to say I would if, if it were up to me, I would keep Miles Turner. But I think you can get a lot more from Miles Turner than you could for Sabonis. Like I don't know why I don't know why a lot of people probably disagree with me about that. And the Pacers seem to think that. So so the 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 Pacers said that they wanted like a a, a Vucevic deal for. For Sabonis, I'm like you're not gonna get Vucevic. Not, not from the Bulls. <laughs> not from the Bulls. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, you, 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 you keep Time Lord, right? You get rid of Al. You uh, you you sell uh, CJ and you, and you keep Norm and then uh, you keep Miles Turner and you sell Sabonis. But the last one is like I think they should. I think I think they will move Miles Turner, but I think they should keep him. Does that make sense? So uh, so you take buy... it how you will. Okay. Which one was more likely to happen, the Celtic trade or the Blazer trade? Which one do you buy more? Blazers. Yeah, I think I think that, that, that that's her. It's like pent up. It's 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 been they they needed a trade. They've been crying for, for it for a while. Yeah, I've been crying for it for a while. Um, I've been crying for it for three years. It's just like the Celtics. No one wants to take on a twenty-seven million dollar contract. And well, well, how much is CJ getting paid? Twenty-five. Oh, I think it's like almost thirty million. Oh well, maybe I don't know, but it, it's just a lot of teams. I know it. I look like I feel like it's just CJ. Is like a decent closer, um, and Al Horford is just washed at this point. Thirty-three million a year. Oh, because he had the hundred million three-year contract. Shoot, they're paying him a lot. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I still say the Blazers. I still say the Blazers. All right, so yeah. for my fourth, Daryl Moore is really out here trying to fleece people because he was gonna give. He, he's talking about. So he introduced Tobias Harris to the trade market, which. I think he's a mid star. Like he's like a, a, the definition of a mid star. They're trying. To, he's trying to get James Harden for Tobias Harris, and he said maybe I'll throw in a couple first rounders. Like, bro, we might have like Daryl. <laughs> we had so much. We're gonna have so much disrespect on Daryl Moore at the end of this episode. But this guy is crazy, man. He is crazy. Do you think that? I, I'm because I, I think it's crazy to say that. Of course, no one's gonna buy that. That the the Nets will settle for Tobias Harris and a first rounder. Do you think? The that the 76ers will move um, Tobias Harris, and do you think that Daryl Moore is more stubborn or more hesitant to move Ben Simmons than he is Tobias Harris? And let me pose a third question. So just just remember those. Okay. Which one do you think they could get more value for? Um, the best value you can get is a, a Simmons trade, just because he's like, again, Tobias Harris is a great player, a good player. Player. But he's not elite at one specific thing. Ben Simmons is elite at two specific things. Nah. Defense and passing, right? Playmaking, yeah. And his athleticism is elite too. So there's maybe even say three. Tobias Harris is mid, bro. <laughs> he's mid. Tobias Harris is is a good shooter, a good score, maybe a great score. I wouldn't say great score. But he's not excellent. I'd rather have him B shoot a three than Tobias Harris. Like, if I'm, when I'm a Celtics fan, I get happy when they put the ball in his hands because he takes these terrible shots. He's like, imagine Jason Tatum, but not as cool looking and uh, can't make contested like hard shots. Like can make them, but like doesn't make them at the rate he does. He needs to. Yeah. Much yeah. Yeah. The, the, the rate so he I, needs to to justify the, taking those shots. The rate, the value they can get most is out of Simmons. Right. But they probably need to move Tobias Harris more than they need to move Simmons. So, so do you think do you think Daryl Moore is going to be a lot more stubborn then to let Ben Simmons go? I 
again, I think it's connected to the whole James Harden thing. So. <laughs> bro, he needs it's to stop there's, dreaming. There's, there's collusion. Stop there, dreaming, Daryl Moore. There's if you're listening there. to this, Daryl Moore, if, stop if, dreaming. If, if uh, which he's he's probably not listening to this, but <laughs> no, if, he's definitely he definitely is, bro. Oh, you're the right. Biggest podcast yeah. on Spotify. <laughs> so James Harden, if James Harden gets the Sixers, there's collusion. There needs to be an investigation for collusion. If if the Bulls get why what what so who introduced the idea that the Nets want to get rid of him or are even entertaining getting rid of him? I don't Is it know. just that they need defense? I think it's someone something that the the Sixers like right, they they put out there to like to try make to it make seem it like a happen. real thing, yeah, <laughs> to increase the Ben Simmons right. trade. Well, give me, give me your last one. We've talked too much about Ben Simmons. Um, my last one is buy or sell. Franco Vogel gets fired before the also uh, before the All Star game. For the All Star game, no, no, you no. I, I don't think I don't think they're gonna fire him that quick. I mean, depends. If it, it, his savior may be AD, AD may be a savior, but and I think AD will be a savior. Um, I think AD will buy him a couple extra weeks. But if they don't make the playoffs, he's definitely getting fired. And if if they lose in the first round like they did last year, he's getting fired. So definitely, uh, I'm 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 selling on I'm I'm selling on that one. I'm not I'm just, not buying. Everyone, every other large media voice says that Frank Vogel is gonna get fired, and so I'm just like, I mean, we're not in that ear. We don't know what's going on. Yeah, but we just we just like we just like look at him on the. Back. I mean, yeah, like they have like good his reporters talking real. to him. His hot seat's real. I mean, I know you have I know you have a really good uh, like connections with all with all the reporters, man. <laughs> right, right, yeah, I, his hot seat is real, so it's not. That's my that's my last buy and sell. All right. Well, uh, let's move through this last one really quick. Hawks are ready to move everyone but Trey Young. Straight up, they straight up said it, man. So you're talking DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, Bogdanovich. Um, who are some other Capella? Do you think which of these guys do you think is the most likely to be moved out of those key out of those four guys I just named? Uh, I buy the John Collins one. You think he's gonna move? Yeah. Dude, I love watching John Collins play with Trey, though. I I think yeah. I mean, John Collins is exciting to watch, and his I think he's just your most tradable asset. Yo, hear me out. John Collins for Al Horford. <laughs> Bro, please. No, the Celtics. To me. The Celtics would need to give hug. like three first round picks for that as well, or no, two first. What? Or at least Come one on. first. Okay. The money works. Three second round picks, Al Horford, for John three, Collins. Three seconds. I think. What about one first? One first and one second. One first, one second, Al Horford. Do you really care for your second round picks? I know, just three three second rounders sounds like a lot. And the or Celtics, two second the Celtics like, I mean, prior to like Aaron Neesmith, which I'm not too high on, we hit on all of our draft picks, bro. Not all of them, but they all became either key rotation players or like superstars. Like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I mean, before that, you had like Marcus Smart. Um, I mean, yeah, we just do well with our draft picks, especially, like, our, our late first, sec, uh, early second. So, yeah. But we also have a lot of picks from other teams that I'm not too hesitant to see go. And I think the Hawks the Hawks are, are ready to – the trade is still young, so they're, they're happy to, like, receive. So, I mean, honestly, we could, like – I don't think – You know, like, when you show up to, like, a car, a car sale, bro, and you just show them the money? We could just show them the picks, and then the Hawks would just, like, you know, fall because they, 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 need, they need to develop, bro. I just don't think – Al Horford's moving in for them. <laughs> Come on, someone take Al, dude. Someone take Al off just, of our hands. I think he's gonna be traded. I think the Simmons trade made sense, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. I think it's like it's gonna be a part of a big multi-team deal. I think the Kings are back for that. That um, make this play for the Simmons. Bagley gets moved to the Hawks, uh-huh. along with Harrison Bar- with uh, 
Harrison Barnes, right? Um, this King Street, Dr. Darren Fox, and um, Buddy Hill to the Sixers. <laughs> the Sixers get. Bro, they'd have to work some crazy stuff out. <laughs> ben Simmons goes to. Um, the Kings. Is Ben Simmons the one? Is John ben Collins Simmons the trade that everyone wants to see? Like everyone just wants to know where he goes. Like yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then I think John Collins goes to the Sixers. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna take a break here, and we're gonna come back with some predictions for uh, the playoffs and um, some other stuff. So catch you guys after the break. So getting back into it, um, we got a couple things we want to talk about that uh, that are left. Um, so let's let's get into it. Let's introduce this uh, uh, this topic. We're gonna talk about some predictions, okay, Grayson? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about um, our predictions to come out of both conferences. Playoffs, so playoffs, 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 dude. There, we're almost halfway there. Are, yes, we, are we halfway there? I mean, in terms we're of past game. halfway through the season. All right, yeah. So and then some uh, some sleeper playoff teams. Uh, well, actually, before we do that, we're gonna talk about our um, who's gonna win it all. Yeah, who like so? Sides. Yeah, so come on, Grayson. Win it all on both sides, climb the rankings, sleeper playoff teams. Right. Could have just said it like that. But yeah, <laughs> just go. Let's go. Let's all go. Right. All right. So give me give me your uh, uh, prediction to come out of the East. East. Um, I feel like NBA. you should give it to the – I'm torn. Like, I, I, I feel like you can't discount Giannis and, and the reigning champs, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time – Dude, it's crazy. The though. Miami Heat are scary when they have a full squad. And I think they're more likely to have a full squad than the Nets. So – <laughs> That's why I don't have the Nets up this high. I I don't have the Nets winning it. So so, so you think your pick picks the Heat? Uh, make it spicy. I think it's Giannis. I think it's Giannis and the and the Bucks taking. So it. you know what? I I actually think I think the Heat have a better chance than the Bucks, and here's why. All right. I'm a big PJ Tucker guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, chill, chill, chill. I'm a big PJ Tucker guy, and PJ Tucker was a big reason for that Bucks. You, are you disagreeing with me? He wasn't I'm a big not reason. A big thing. Okay, go ahead. Bro, stop looking at me. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Give me that. There's a look. million other reasons why the Heat All right, are no, better no. things, and I would put them way ahead of the PJ right, Tucker. No, 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 no. Okay, but no, I'm no. I didn't mean. Now you're making it seem like he's the only reason. But I'm not but, saying he's the only reason. But like, there's but a that value other that PJ Tucker brought to that Bucks championship team, he brings it to like. The, the 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 Heat and the Heat are a much better team than they were last year heading into the playoffs I when they're healthy. Five other reasons before T- I put TJ Tucker as like the main difference. You want me to list five reasons? No. Or so you can think of five reasons. I can think of five reasons. I can think of five reasons too. That are, that's more important to why right, the fine. Heat. Fine. All right. I not. That, I don't think. I just don't think. I think they have two. Go- I, just, I think they have two really good veteran, three really good veterans in the lineup right now. All right, so that's they have a lot of experience. And Peter Tucker, who just came off a championship run, I'm not trying to make this a PJ Tucker thing. But <laughs> it <just laughs> sounds like a PJ Tucker thing, Nick. <laughs> no, it just so, sounds like it. So, so Kyle Lowry, okay, okay, great guy, won a championship, has some experience uh, going deep into the playoffs. Jimmy Butler hasn't won a championship. Definitely, I'd like to see him win one. Has a great, great like. I don't know. He's just like he's just like a cool guy to be around, and he's a good leader. All right, and he's great on the defensive side of the ball. PJ Tucker also great. They're all, they, dude. They're so good at defense when they're healthy. Like without the exception of maybe Duncan Robinson, they're a great defensive team. You know. Uh, so I wh- how, what is their lineup officially? Jim Butler's a three, so it's it's Kyle um, Lowry, it's Kyle Duncan Lowry, Robinson, uh, Jimmy Butler, PJ Tucker, Tucker, and, and D- Bam Adebayo, Bam. bro. Yeah. That roster right, speaks so for itself. Here's two. Here, I'm gonna go with two reasons why. Um, the Heat 
have a chance to take it. Okay, first one is of all the other players we have on the court, Bama Bio is hands down probably the closest thing to like someone who could slow down Giannis. And two, he is a match match um, matchup nightmare on the offensive end, right? Bam, he's fa- he's faster than most of your bigs. He's bigger than most of your wings, right? So he can either overpower the wings and a guard who, go- who guard him or get on the switch of him. I, I'm not gonna lie, he, we, look, or Celtics he can take played off. the Heat yesterday, or and and and, and Robert Williams was giving Bam work on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, but how many did you still score? You still scored over twenty points. Yeah, Easy. twenty-two points, and and that that was the only reason he he gets because he's really ball dominant because they didn't have Jimmy Butler or or Kyle Lowry or PJ Tucker or any like all of their stars were gone. So yeah, I I no. And then secondly, right? I think I don't just, think his offensive reason is the is why they have a chance. I don't think Bam's offense think, is why. Well, they have if a you're chance. if you're talking about all their stars together, right? Like you know, Kyle Lowry can probably score and, and yeah. be good for twenty points. You know. Well, he's probably good for 15 points and like 10 assists if he really wanted to. Yeah, he can he can he can run the offense. You know, um, you know, Duncan. Well, not Duncan. I was <laughs> Duncan thinking of Jimmy. Bro, Duncan Donuts. Jimmy Jimmy can go can go <laughs> off for 20. <laughs> he's shooting 20 so bad, Duncan. <laughs> yeah, Duncan Duncan will average out. You know he'll average yeah. out. Tyler Hero is kind of a firecracker off the the bro, bench. Cr- six man of the year candidate, right? Yeah, six man of the year candidate. And then um, Bam Adebayo just comes in and uh, you know we're talking. Right there on the table, how much are you talking about? So 15-15 from between Tyler Hero and and um, Carl R. That's 30 points. Jimmy Butler comes in with another 25. That's 55 points. You get 12 to 15 points from Duncan, right? That's 70 points. If if you get 20 points from uh, from Bam Adebayo, and then you throw in the, the other mix of players, if they get another 15 points, you're 105 points. Mm-hmm. With their defense they play, they can hold teams down to 95 points. So that's that's a that's a pretty good team, and then yeah. second reason they they can take it for me is Eric Spoelstra is is coaching his mind out this year. I've never seen so many defensive looks from one team and succeed and really really do well. It it is is going crazy. Yeah. Well, um, they're, well they're on a two game losing streak, but that's just because they're injured. A two game losing streak. It's not a streak. It's a slide. Oh, well, so the, I mean, not like the Bulls. The Bulls were on a bad losing streak. Uh, they're they're like four and six out of their last ten, which yeah. isn't that bad. But um, Heat six and four, and that's really because they're injured. Honestly, they'd probably be like eight and two and nine and one if if they were healthy. Um, they wouldn't have beat the Celtics though if they're healthy because the Celtics are the best team in the NBA. No. Uh, but Delusion. anyway, I like how everyone's Delusion. just overlooking. So let's look at the standings right now. Bulls. Do you think yeah. they have a chance? I think they have a, they have a chance, but it, you know the question is, are they going to be healthy enough to play by that point, right? Like well, Carson, I mean, you you kind of made it sound like I like I was a big Heat guy. I I mean, I, I kind of wanted to pick the Heat, but I still I'm still going to pick the Bucks to come out of the East. I, I'm still picking yeah. the Bucks, and I, and I, I mean like we're skipping we over a lot of these teams, dude. Like 76ers, I mean blatant disregard for the Cavs. <laughs> no one's picking them to win the East. I don't think they're they're <laughs> slated to win the East, to be honest. So, I mean, you can't pick the Cavs, like. Um, I mean, heck, the Bengals made the Super Bowl. You, you, who knows? You can pick the Cavs. I, I mean, the Bulls have a is a next tier below that could like the Bulls and the Nets are next tier below the Heat and the Bucks for me to mm-hmm. take the East. So okay, that's just well, my uh, yeah, I'm, I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks are are my favorite. All right, West, West Warriors. Just mm. I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone's gonna beat them in the seven game series. Not even the Suns. I don't it, care. So it, my only hesitancy is like I don't know when we'll see Draymond Green back. If Draymond Green doesn't come back, I he said on his podcast he's 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 feeling good, 
and, and he, he doesn't want to push it, but yeah. I, 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 dude, I love the Draymond Green show. The Draymond Green show. Yeah, I think the the Suns, <laughs> I, for me, it's the Suns the, to take the West. Think they so? did it last year. I know this, the, the, the Warriors are revamped, and they look really scary and really good. <laughs> Most light-skinned um, team ever. But it's another Chris Paul versus uh, versus Steph. Steph and, and Steph has won all of them. Except well, like not all one. of them. Except one. I think it was like... Did he lose? I think one, one. Yeah, like it was it against the Clippers and the. They lost two. They lost two series against two. It's like yeah, two but and one three. was like when it was like just Steph, and then and then they lost like a. But then after that, the Warriors have owned them, bro. Like Steph has owned Chris Paul. They haven't, they haven't won since Draymond Green has become a player for them. Like, so Chris so, Paul hasn't dude, won against Draymond's gonna be healthy by the end of the season. Get out of here. What I'm just saying is like you never know. You never know what's gonna happen with that that. With him, because the back injuries are scary. Back injuries, like, people don't come back right a lot of times with back injuries. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr. is a good example. Bill Walton is a good <laughs> but example. But he sounded like a history. Michael Porter Jr. Heard it, had a history of, like, just I know, but you, you think about the things, the, the defensive load that Draymond Green carries. It just, it's, it, I don't know. Yeah. The Suns the Suns look good. I, I got the Warriors. Uh, they're 19-4 away from home, 21-5. and five. At home, so anyway, twenty six. Th- those are those are boring. Let's move on to who do we think is gonna climb the <laughs> rankings? Is there, there? There's no one else in the West that could take it. More than likely, take it probably. Not. Uh, no, it doesn't look like it. I mean, no. the, the Lakers always. Have I guess punching. maybe yeah. If like the, Lakers the Lakers make Lakers it to the, the playoffs, LeBron say, can always drag someone to the finals. Yeah, maybe. He maybe did like the, maybe the Nuggets, like if they got Jamal back and Jamal's like full speed or something. That's a um, lot of big ifs there. Yeah. But I, I think mean, LeBron has a higher chance of dragging into the playoffs, <laughs> to the finals. Yeah, because we've seen him do it before with course, several teams. Of course, we've seen him. I, as a Celtics fan, I have seen him. Yeah, single-handedly beat us in a in the that, seven-game series. That seven-game series that he beat you guys too, the first time Jason around. Tatum's rookie year, I think. When he dragged that team. Oh no! Wait, how long ago was this? Like two thousand. The last year he played against. Oh yeah, the yeah. Cavs. I, think, I think it was. I think it was it's the second Tatum's season. rookie year. Tatum's rookie year, I think. Well, at the Western Conference, yeah, yeah, because. The Cavs had no business being in a final. Dude, they're so bad. LeBron is playing like forty-six minutes a game. Yeah, but he dragged them to it. So, yeah. um, okay. So, what is this section? Yeah. So, so this is we're n- the next. Oh, team. who's in the jump? Pick someone who's gonna like, like exceed. Let's say four spots in the rankings. Ooh. Let's say three is four too much. It's hard to jump four spots. Let's say three. A team that you will that you think will at least jump three or more in the in the in the standings. Okay. So let's start in with the East. East. In the East, uh, there's three teams I can think that can make a jump. I think the Nets can make the jump because there's only like th- they're only three ga- like three games be- or two games behind first and second, so they could easily make a jump. Just just pick one. I mean, you well, can, just, list, list, you, list them. But I'm then just going pick through yours. my, my okay. yeah, yeah. Um, the Celtics, I think they can they can j- easily jump three spots. Yes, they're, sir. They're only five and a half game back from the first and second spot. So, and then the Hawks are obviously, we know they went on the tear last year. They can do it again, and they're only seven and a half games back. So with that all said, um, the person that makes a jump is the Nets. That's, yeah, I think the Nets. That's will a boring. Top. I think they'll that's finish a boring, top two. That's a boring guess, but I think they. I f- think they can finish up higher. When K- when Katie's back, it's. Yeah. I it's think I think the the Magic will jump to number two. No, I'm, I was <laughs> no. Uh, I think that's out of the running. <laughs> I think they're out of the running for that already. Okay. Um. One of the teams that like, if you were to take this award literally, uh, like, like as in like, as in like three like easily which i guess i don't know how we're but like i i think the wizards actually have a have a good chance to to move up three to spots. ninth spot yeah to, to the nine i don't know they're in a five game I think, slide. I think they can pass the knicks i think the raptors are gonna keep like 
digressing, regressing, right, as the season goes on. And I don't think the Hornets are built for, like, late season, like, into the postseason of basketball. I, I just saw John um, Bradley Beal go down for injury. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's, like, my well, only anyway, no, but my, but my actual pick is, is the Celtics. I think we're going to jump to, like, the sixth spot by the end of the, by the, at least by the end of the year. Because I think the Cavs are going to, the Cavs can't sustain this winning, this, this, this winning. I think the Hornets are going to drop. I think the Raptors are going to drop. And that's just going to open, open it up for the, for the Celtics. Um, and we all need to pass, actually, I don't know. We need to pass, th- like, all three of those have to work out. Um, but I, I, I think the Celtics can do it. And even more so, I actually think the Hawks. So the Hawks are my official pick, though. So um, I... Like I, I, I'm deciding between the Hawks and the Celtics, and I don't want to jinx my own team, so going with the Hawks. <laughs> I think the top six teams in the East will stay. I mean, the, not in the order necessarily, but they'll be, they'll be the top six teams. Cowboys will be six. Um, but yeah, I think the the Celtics and Hawks will, will switch out the Hornets and Raptors for their positions. Yeah. I think the Hornets and Raptors are, are in playoffs. Um, are in bubble or what do you call it? The the nine ten spot. The the playoff. <laughs> oh, uh, play in. Play in tournament. Yeah. I think they're in for the play in. All right, what about what about in the what about in the West? Who's gonna make a jump? Who's climbing the rankings? Who's climbing the rankings? Um, um, if LeBron comes back and AD's healthy, I think they make the most. Lakers, bro. They make the jump. I think yeah, they make that jump. Uh, but I mean, you can go either way. I think the the Mavericks, they've been, except for their most recent loss, they can probably jump ahead. Just because the Jazz are kind of sliding, um, the Nuggets, they're right there with the Nuggets schedule. So they could yeah. jump to the fourth spot if they wanted. I think the Grizzlies are, might hold on to the third spot to be honest. So, yeah. well, um, um, hey, you never know. The Lakers, Blazers. So the Lakers are your pick. Uh, I think the Lakers. Lakers have the highest potential to make the jump. What is um? Honestly, I I, I might have to pick the Lakers too. But what is the Clippers' status with in terms of like Paul George and Kawhi? Are they They're not coming back this season. Really? So, I don't think so. I mean, Paul George could come back this season, but Kawhi is not. Kawhi would come back in like halfway through the playoffs. Yeah. Well, that's not that's that's too late to make a jump. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably the Lakers too because I just see the Clippers falling. I see the t- the Timberwolves falling. I see AD coming back and looking strong. I think I think I, I'm with you on that one. I think the Lakers the Lakers make the jump. So the Lakers make the yeah. Jump. So for me, Lakers in the in the in the West and um, Ra- uh, Hawks in the East. And what is it for you? Nets, Nets, and Nets and Lakers. Nets and Lakers. Yeah, that's just because their talent is it sounds so undeniable. boring. It sounds so boring though. But it's just like. They just like it's surprising that they're that low. Mm. Yeah. Well, sleepers. Sleepers for the playoffs. So this one you don't have to take into account rankings as much because you're not like exactly climbing the rankings. But you don't exactly want to pick like the Bulls, like who are sitting at the number one seed right now. Yeah. So, uh, I'll go first because I, I made you go first on the other one. Oh, I can go first on this one. You want to go first? Yeah, yeah. You go first. So if we kept the prediction that the Hornets and Raptors are switching spots with the Celtics and Hawks, Celtics are in seventh spot, Hawks are in eighth. Right? Which is that's mm-hmm. the order we have them in. I really like that. Like, how, if the if we were, the playoffs were to start that way today, right? Mm-hmm. The Hawks would play the Bulls. The Celtics play the Heat. Heat, and that's a little worse matchup for the Heat than the Hawks playing the Bulls. Like, if the Bulls, I think, yeah, the Bulls I, think I think the Heat would run over the Hawks, man. Yeah, so that's but what I'm saying. I think, I think, the, I, think I bet I think the, I think the Bulls would have a lot harder of a time. With the Hawks, well, yeah. no, I think I think, I think honestly I th- the, the Bulls the aren't Hawks, a number one seed. The, the Bulls Hawks, aren't, a, aren't a legit number one seed. The Hawks least. could, Hawks can can win. It could upset that matchup, the eighth, the first matchup. Yeah, they could. And then in the second round, they would end up playing the Sixers, right? Because the Sixers would probably well, mm-hmm. actually, you don't know if the Sixers would beat 
Um, <laughs> you don't know if he would be the Nets, but just imagine if it, Embiid carries him through. Okay. It's either Sixers or Nets. Um, so that's that's a that's an interesting one. Mm. Um, yeah. But the if the Celtics can beat the Heat, mm-hmm. they just have to get through the Cavs or the Bucks, which is we've seen the Hawks do it yeah. before. I think the Hawks. I think the Hawks can. The Hawks. the Hawks have so much weapons offensively that yeah. they can shoot you out of the the, the court. Yeah. Um. So my my sleeper is the Hawks. Sleeper is the Hawks. My sleeper is. The 76ers. I feel like everyone kind of like 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 disregards them. Like w- everyone knows they're a good team, mm-hmm. but no one expects them to go deep. And I think it depends. Like if if uh what uh what, I keep forgetting the GM's name, but I, we talked about him. Yeah, Daryl uh Daryl um Mori Daryl Mori Daryl Mori Yeah, if Daryl Mori keeps making these boneheaded decisions and like hangs on to these players past the trade deadline, I think they they. They might like. They might just, they might just like go down, like a, a, a down in the spiral. But I think, and if they if they make like a decent move, and Daryl Moore, Daryl Moore, Daryl Morey is always trying to fleece everyone. I think if he gets if he gets one thing to happen, I think I think they're a team that could easily easily make the the championship, and who knows even make a even make a playoffs push. I, like, I know the only the, the only thing that like makes me concerned is that they have the number one choking coach in the league, who loses more game seven, <laughs> who's lost more game sevens than any other coach, ever, in uh, Doc Rivers. Doc <laughs> <laughs> the good coach uh, though. Yeah, it's not their fault. It's uh, it's my fault. It really is my fault. <laughs> well, this is Ben Simmons, and it's his fault. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're totally right. It's yeah. Ben Simmons' fault. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's enough talking about the 76ers. But uh, speaking of the 76ers, Grayson, introduce our next and final topic. Oh, they get to the West. Sleepers West? West. Oh, shoot. <laughs> my bad. Sleepers in the West. Yeah, sleepers in the West. Oh, oh yeah. I had a good pick for this one. You go first, this one. Okay. Well. My pick to make a deep playoff run is, and I talked about it earlier, like a, just a couple minutes ago, Nuggets. I think if the Nuggets get healthy at the right time, this team can go like full blast into the playoffs. And you, you've seen it. Teams that get hot before the playoffs are, are teams that make deep runs, right? And teams that sometimes end up end up end up like winning their conference, and sometimes even the even the uh, like for instance, the Heat. The Heat. Remember when they made that? It, I know it was the bubble, but they got hot at the right time. I mean, yeah, the bubble heat, a lot of people consider them flukes and whatnot, but they got hot at the right time. They ended up winning the conference. Uh, the Hawks, right, they got hot at the right time, ended up making the conference championship. I think the Nuggets are a team that can get hot at the right time, and when you have a consensus top two, top three player in the league, um, that might be a hot take. <laughs> it's, maybe he's not consensus, but he's a top three player in the league. Um, you have a chance to uh, make a deep playoff push. And I know they got, like, swept by the Suns, but let's be real, like, with Jamal Murray, like when you have no second option, no true second option. He had Michael Porter Jr. last season. Nah, dude, Michael Porter Jr. I'm actually kind of low on him, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I think I think they're a team that can make a deep playoff run. Who's your who, Who's your team? Um, for a sleeper, I think I was gonna pick the Jazz. So the reason why the Jazz haven't ex- you know done well the last few seasons is because they keep running into the Clippers, and the Clippers o- offense is only team in a league that does not have a like, tr- true big that plays for them. Right. So that means Rudy Gobert has to come off the floor. And that's like, pr- their offense and defense are predicated on him setting screens and him defending the paint, right? Obviously, like, 
all the other bigs, they kind of like, they kind of, every other big in the league can mess with Rudy Gobert one-on-one. But like as a team, they defend really well with Rudy there, right, funneling the guards. So Rudy will stay on the floor as long as they don't play the Clippers. And the Clippers are in eighth spot, and they won't play him. So I think they're my sleeper. Uh, I think Donovan Mitchell yeah. is ready to make a playoff jump. What do you mean? He's he's dude. He elevates his game in the playoffs. That's what I'm Donovan saying. Like Mitchell. I think I think we're about to see Western Conference Finals, NBA Finals, Donovan oh. Mitchell. Oh well. So I, to That's be honest, my I, don't, I don't think that. I think that it's um. It's a sleeper. It's not like yeah, I know it's a sleeper, like, but I don't think anyone but the Suns or the Warriors is winning this. Yeah, no. It's <laughs> it's just so hot. I mean, even the Grizzlies look really good, but I think come playoff time, I think they have too they're too inexperienced of trying to score in the late game scenarios. They're not. They're just not gonna take it. Like. Yeah, yeah. They don't have a a person to calm them down and lead them like Chris Paul does, or they don't have a, like a, a go to guy to score on them. Like, right. um, I mean they they do, but you know it's not Steph and it's not D Book. Yeah. So well, or we, we were talking about the Sixers just a bit ago. Grayson, introduce our final topic. We teased this a bit on the last episode. Oh yeah, well we want us to know who who would you rather have, Nikola Jokic or Joel Embiid? And I think to be fair. They're all. They're both great players. They're both in the running for MVP this year, the right? Consensus top two centers. In the yeah, league. probably the, maybe the top two players in the league. Yeah. Maybe not, but top. Well, just well, they're both top five. Just because Steph just went on that really cold streak in the month of January. Wait, what? KD, bro. KD's still the best player in the in the world. Yeah, but he's also injured, so he's been out for the last five games. I know, but like maybe he's the best player right now. But I mean, like let's let's, let's, let's I'm just let's saying like, where the narrative is right now is they're the two best players in the league right now. Maybe. I mean, maybe. LeBron's still playing, right? So, obviously, he's in the yeah. mix of it, but no one's considering it because he's, he's maybe. LeBron. Maybe. LeBron's a, str- a whole different stratosphere, and we just don't. Anyway, talk to me it. a little about them, bro. Where, 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 where do we are we? Even know? No, where are you at with it? Where do you land on the oh, do, oh. Jokic and Embiid conversation? I'm a big Jokic guy. Man. And I'm a big Embiid guy. Yeah, I'm. I, so. Well, they're both a big guy, so. <laughs> oh, I'm a big, big Jokic guy. Um, I, I think. Dude, Jokic, uh, Jokic, Jokic literally took the yoke <laughs> and put it on his shoulders and is carrying this Nuggets team, bro. Like something I've never seen in my very, very short lifetime. But no, but I mean, besides like LeBron carrying the the Cavs like through the Celtics into the finals and getting demolished by the Warriors. But um, yeah, dude, he, he, dude, he is so special, man. Like I, I was watching some Nuggets games and it's like. 60-70% of the stops on the defensive side of the floor because of him, and his defense is underrated. We'll talk a little bit about that. And I swear, like, when he's on the court, 90% of the points scored go through him. 90%. And I don't see that with Embiid, okay? I don't see that you with Embiid. You don't see with Embiid? I don't see I think, 90% I of think the they points. both have that, like, that magnet, that superstar magnet where they're drawing two or more defenders watching him at all times. Both of them are. Dude, and, and Jokic's, offense the ball is, hands. Jokic's offensive efficiency is just better. Okay, the advanced stats definitely going to do Nikola Jokic, okay? I'll give you that. But part of that is because they don't have it. The Sixers run a slower-paced offense where they just don't have as many possessions as Nic- as the Denver Nuggets do. Right? So All, all I'm saying is I, those I, I advanced have... stats that go in favor of Nikola Jokic go because they have more offensive possessions. So I, I, I watch um, a lot of Sixers the, games. The Sixers they slow because... it down, and they run through their offense through very – they, they slow it. They, the Nuggets slow it down too. They do, but not as slow as they. <laughs> what do you? What is that? What? How does that matter though? So they do like. Let's say the the Nuggets when they watch. If you watch the Nuggets play, right? Because obviously I watch Nuggets play more often because they're on my 
yeah. like my division with the with the players. I, I like I like so they they the Monty Morris will bring it up, throw the ball to Jokic, and they can score within the first seven seconds of that possession because Jokic go boom 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 right within like yeah within ten seconds. The 76ers score. wait till like eight seconds left to get and beat yeah. the ball. And the well, thing. the ball the ball gets moved around and B gets it. It gets kicked out again and get and B gets it and then they score within like five five seconds left on the court. Yeah. Well, you have enough possession. Enough possessions like that, you you lose out of how many possessions you get. So, well, um, well, I mean, no, they they're also the, a lot of the even the advanced stats like in like points per possession or are like points uh points responsible for per possession. Jokic is still leading in those, man. Um, but anyway, uh, it's just I have their stats right in front of me, and their their advanced his possession is partly in due to the to the greatly increased amount of possessions they have as a team. Well, all I'm, uh, dude, all I'm saying is I watch a lot of 76ers games. I probably watch more 76ers games than you because they play us a lot, all right? We're playing them like six, six play, times a year. We play, play you four times a year, Nate. Four times. <laughs> no one plays each other six times <laughs> no, a but year. They, but. No, I mean, uh, yeah, well, it, it seems like that. But, um, no, and we play them, we play them, we play them quite a bit in, in the postseason as well. Um, but uh, yeah, we play them four times a year, and I watch a lot of their games because I'm always either rooting for them to lose or they're playing the Celtics, which I also am rooting for them to lose. Um, but yeah, the 76ers, dude, I've seen them take Embiid off the court, and then their shooters get hot, and they go on like some crazy runs, like, like not like crazy crazy, but they'll go on like a seven zero, a ten zero run against the Celtics without Embiid on the court. That is not happening when you take Jokic off the court. They're not going on a ten zero run. Okay. But using the Celtics as a measuring stick of how teams are don't doing. Don't disrespect the Celtics, I'm not man. thinking of the Celtics, the but they're not the most consistent time. team, right? You want to match the, the teams up and how they do against the best teams in the game. Well, the Celtics are, 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 are like a statistically a top six uh, <gasps> defensive team in the NBA, it's man. You're just capping, dude. What? They would not be in the sixth spot if they were a top six team look, in the league. points per game-wise. Look okay, at the defensive I'm rankings, points right per now. game. I know for a fact they're top ten. I'm gonna look right now. And they've down. been playing very well the past couple games, bro. I mean, we held. The, I mean, the Kings are trash, but <laughs> but we held them like 70 points or something. We blew them up by like 50. But I think we're averaging like 104 to 106. We're we're top 10. And what what was the thing again? The, top defensive 10 defense. Def- points per game, like allowed. Like points allowed per game. The Cel- the Celtics are top 10. I looked at it the other day. Unless unless it's unless we just got blown out by no, because we also held the Heat. Pretty well. We just blew out the heat by thirty. Points per possession? No, points per game, Grayson. Mm. Defensive points per game. And the Celtics have always been a good defensive team. Why are you like making it sound like it's weird? I just don't think they're the most efficient. Maybe we are not the most consistently. It's because like. But also the most yeah. Well, we're, we're top ten defensive team in the NBA. That might be true. Then why are you instilling this doubt in me? Like not I not top I, six. <laughs> what? Go look it up. I'd, I'm not looking. They're not top six. In points for defensive, in points allowed per game, oh, what are they, seventh? They're eighth? I know they're right around that area because they're not tenth exactly. Yeah, I, you're, you're blatantly disregarding it, Grayson. I we're just, a I top we're, ten I, just, I still don't think you should measure team. how the Sixers play against the, the, the Celtics. Why? They play them a lot. That's, that's, that's what I watch them the most when they play the Celtics. It's four games. I've watched, I've watched more than four games of the Sixers play. I've watched more than four games of the Sixers play, too. But, like, I, I'm just saying, like, against the Celtics. And against other you're teams, getting, too. You're getting really loud Knicks. because you know you're just getting against mad the for no reason. No, Grayson. Yes. You're, bro, you're, you're disregarding you're just, statistics, you're hurt. man. It's okay, man. Dude. I've seen it happen against the Knicks too, okay? Okay. And the Knicks but are the, a good defensive team. The Knicks are a good defensive team. But again, here, I, like, 
how to how to put this right because the whole conversation stemmed that the the Celtics the Sixers have our good team even without Embiid. Okay, I give you that. But if they were a good team without Embiid, would they would you would numbers would suggest that they would win more when maybe even a 50-50 split without Embiid. And what is the when how many what's the record that the Sixers have without Embiid this season? Probably like probably like five like exactly 500 or below. No, it's 3 and 8. They three won eight. 3 games and lost 8 games. Without without Embiid? Without Embiid. 3 and 8. And they watched. They won like well, twenty four games. Well, it's not my fault that Jokic doesn't miss games. So we'll games never know. Twenty four games and lost eleven. It's not my fault Jokic doesn't miss games, so we'll never know. Jokic doesn't miss games, man. He's always on the court. Just, just based right, on. Let's the... not. Okay, Grayson, don't bring the win percentage thing into it. We all know that if Jokic was missing, that the the Nuggets are a bottom two, bottom three team in the West. A bottom three team in the West. I can say it with so much confidence. And so the Sixers would be a bottom three. No, they three wouldn't. Team they wouldn't be low. Three would... and eight would make you a bottom team no. in the East. <laughs> three and not eight. Three and eight. That That's winning percentage makes you. They probably had like a hard schedule or something, bro. No, they did not. No. You they play me. the Blazers. No, they are. They play the Blazers. Above the Magic. They in the three and eight game. Above the Pistons. The three and eight game. The three and eight game. The three and eight games they won. They played were a West Coast round trip with all the bottom West teams. They played the. They played the Spurs. They played the Kings. They played, oh, I remember that Spurs game. <laughs> <laughs> they played the well, the Clippers are on the bottom team, but they're they're not the bottom half of the West. They play the Blazers. They play the Thunders. They play the Timberwolves. The Thunders. <laughs> okay. No, bro. Okay, and then they played the so, so, they played okay, the Rockets right, right, right. also in that so, 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 so. the road trip. Listen to me. There was a six six West game West Because you have to be crazy. Team. You have to be crazy to answer this with a straight face. Okay, And answer this question, how I think you're going to answer it. Okay. Who is finishing lower in their conference without? Is it is it the Nuggets without Jokic, or the, or Embiid without without? I mean, or the Sixers without Embiid. Who's finishing lower without those players? The Sixers. Sixers are finishing lower. Yes. You're crazy, man. You were just they're bashing Tobias Harris's last game. Above if, the Magic. If the Tobias Harris is their number one to go to score. If Embiid and Simmons are out, so so if they're the three Sixers and eight, dump, and you know that the Aaron Gordon is better than Tobias Harris is a so go-to if, player. If, if you're three and eight, you're still like above three hundred, right? If you're three and eight, no, you're below three hundred. No. Yes, you are. You, no, are you know because Grayson, three, and math, seven, three, three and seven is three hundred. Three and eight is below that. No. Yes. It's 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 on a ten scale. Three out of ten is three hundred. Three out of. <laughs> three out no, of ten is no, three out of ten is not three. <laughs> yes, that's three. A, three so, so if you have three wins and eight losses, it means you played eleven games. Three, three losses and seven wins, is or, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah three yeah. wins. You know, so that's what I'm saying. So, oh, it's so, the, it's so the it's low three hundred. It's, it's, it's two nine six. Right, or something but still, like that. still, they're still finishing above the, the the Magic and the Pistons. And to be honest, without without Jokic, Magic and okay, the, they're finishing below. All right, so. Yeah, they're finishing below. They're definitely finishing below the Pelicans, the Kings, the Thunder, and the Rockets. They went maybe not the Thunder and the Rockets, but they're finishing below the Spurs. Of course, the Blazers, the Spurs, the Pelicans, and I would even say the Kings. I think they're a bottom two, bottom three team without Jokic. I think the East is the like the the Magic's and the Pistons. Pistons obviously with Cade out for a good portion of the first half this season. Magic's well, the Magic's obviously just stink. Um, <laughs> they have no like veteran play- players there, so. Dude, but the East is so strong, so that's part of it. Like the top of the East, the, the top six te- teams in the East are way better than the top six teams in the West. No. Yes. 
Uh, are you telling me the Cavaliers yes. are stronger than the Jazz? Yes. <laughs> no, they're not. Yes. No, they're not. Grayson. Yes. Even the Jazz fans. You just, I know. You, I, all right, so let's let's just start them off with seed for seed. Well, actually, well, I mean, the let's thing go is, back to Jokic and Embiid. Okay. <laughs> why would why wouldn't you pick Embiid? Why wouldn't I pick Embiid? Yes. I just feel like Jokic. Embiid needs the ball in his hands more than Jokic does to make a play. I just feel like you're a young blood that gets way too excited about just only offense. <laughs> no, no. Yes. I, you're, right, first of all, uh-huh. the reason I'm Prove me otherwise. All right, so, so. What, what else about Jokic to get too excited besides his passing? He plays. And score and he doesn't get injured. He plays like. He doesn't hasn't, get injured. He's missed very few games. And, I mean, I've seen more. I mean. It's, it's easy to get injured when you're just flopping around efficient. the court. What? <laughs> it's easy to get injured when you're just like walling down the court. <laughs> anyway. When's I, the last time you've seen Jokic run? Bro, he does that jog. The, sh- no, he does the, the shoulder the, jog. He does run. the shoulder jog. I said run, bro. I said run. <laughs> run. <laughs> not jog. <laughs> run. He runs. He's trying, bro. And let's I, not act like a beat full sprints. A beat full sprints. Bro, what, does, he, does he throw the hands into it and everything? Bro, he almost like, knocked himself in the head once in the playoffs versus the, the against, what you call it? Um, he tried to chase down Kawhi Leonard and then I play and he fouled him. And B was doing full sprints, like full strides. Dude, Jokic? Jokic would never do something like that. I, I, so first of all, Embiid... Embiid has actual pieces around him, bro. All the success... All right, all right, all right. You act like the Nuggets don't have pieces around him. Grayson, Grayson, Grayson. The Nuggets, you're saying the Nuggets don't have pieces around him? Do not go there. You see the Nuggets don't have... Oh my goodness, bro. Are you telling me... Are you telling... Who'd you rather have on your team? Actually, Danny Green's kind of trash. But they have Tobias Are you saying that... Dude, Tyrese Max is a baller, dude. You're overlooking Will Barton. You're overlooking Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, I'll give you. Will Barton... Monte Morris is, Monte is a Morris good is a backup great backup point, point guard. All right, backup start point, guard. point guard for you. Emphasis on the backup part. Well, the, he's not again. He's not a creating guard, right? You have a creating play center for that reason. Switch their spots, bro. The 76ers are going to be just as good, if not better, and and the Nuggets will be and just the as good. Will be worse. And better. the Nuggets will be worse. They would not be worse. Who's creating? Who, Who's in, creating? Who in the Who's West creating? is going to stop Joel Embiid? Who in the West, bro? Who in the West is gonna slop? The Jazz. Embiid? No, if, if, <laughs> if Rudy Gobert can get punked by Nikola Jokic, he's also get punked by Joel Embiid. I mean, maybe the Suns, DeAndre the, Ayton, bro. You know who? You know who Rudy Gobert stops more, more than more than likely? Guards. That's who he stops from, from scoring the side. Okay. <laughs> nothing, ain't ain't nothing wrong with Rudy Gobert, but he gets punked by even people like Yusuf Nurkic. So. And Yusuf Nurkic is a good player. Timberwolves, bro, they got Cat, the best defensive center of all. <laughs> best defensive. <laughs> <laughs> this is why no, you're no, losing. This okay. No, but the Suns, man, the Suns. DeAndre, what, DeAndre Ayton could, could stand, could hang with him. No, he's like oh, 50 pounds lighter. AD was having a hard time with him on his last game he just played, where he beat scored 50. Yeah, but a- a- DeAndre Ayton's bigger than an, than AD. No, they're the same weight, bro. You look it up. They're both 250. Uh, no, uh, uh, no, AD's like two 240, 240 flat. You're saying five pounds matters. I Jason, it's ten. It, wait, it's, let me look up DeAndre Ayton right now. DeAndre Ayton is two fifty. He's listed as two fifty. How do you know? How do you memorize their weights, bro? You've been playing too much two K. Bro, the centers. Uh, oh, these he is big... two fifty flat. But ten pounds is a difference. Ten pounds. Ten pounds is like. I, I picking up both their depends. Phones. If Embiid's actually both lying pick about up his weight. Phones. <laughs> pick up both their phones. Pick up both their phones. It's like ten pounds. <laughs> no, uh, no, but no. If Embiid is actually like we because we, we both believe he's lying about his weight. Oh uh, yeah, he's definitely yeah, heavier. If he's three hundred pounds. Yeah, you might. He, have to he smo- and the only f- person in the Western Conference they can go pound per, f- per pound with and bang with him is y- y- Yusuf Nurkic. 
I don't even think he can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard. I mean, like that's that's. I think Embiid has more muscle in all the right places. Yeah, but I understand that. But you're he, like, if he he couldn't handle the load that Jokic handles on the Nuggets, he because you're it's asking different. him. You're asking it's just him, different. You know, you're asking release. him to go like pound for pound with every guy he matches up all the time, which he can do. But that's a workload. It's like it like Derek. And we've Henry, seen it before. Derek Henry for the Titans, bro. You're expecting we've seen him to it take before. Who 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 got pound for pound and just absolutely what? decimated other players for like five years straight, eight Shaq. years straight? Shaq. <laughs> okay, was Shaq skilled? Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not, mean, maybe not. Maybe not like shooting the, skilled, yeah. but he had good footwork, right? But he just He's blasted big. through people. He's big. Blasted through people. And all I'm saying is, Joel Embiid has that little like. Edge and fire in him. Was where Shaq like three forty or something? He can do, he can just put his like you know okay so like the thing about Giannis over the last like how many years we watched him right or it's like eight years or nine years we watched him he was a great player good player amazing but he was never just like dominant force like oh my goodness is there any new world that can stop him right and I I I we haven't seen that from Nikola Jokic yet right on the right stage and we haven't seen it from Joel Embiid. But I believe it's there, more easily capable for Joel Embiid just because of his size, his power, and that, like the physical dominance part of it. Well, so, so that can you remember that? What, what does Jokic not have that Embiid is closer to having? Just like, just the ability to dominate a seven-game series, and like, there's no way anyone is going to ever stop this guy from from doing whatever he wants on the court. Yeah, but that's not what like that's not what everyone's looking for in today's NBA. They are looking for that. You no, want to find a dominant for, player. You're looking for a guy like Jokic who can. Who can dominate? Not playmakers, just, not just pound playmakers. For pound. See, Grayson, playmakers are dime a dozen. No, Grayson, this is the old heads getting to you. Bro. No, 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 You see the pound, you see the pound for pound, you see the bang for your buck, and you think, oh yeah, I just want to be to back down everyone. But he, no, it's not only that. Points. But like, if and he wanted to, and you're like, right? So he, like, he has a three, he has a midi, he has the post up game. I mean, like the mid range post up game too. Not, not like Jokic does, but yeah. Well, I'm saying like he has it to counter a lot of stuff. But if he wanted to, you could. He could grab it, bring it down to the block, bang you, and just d- yank on you, right? Or he can drive it and yank on you. I remember Al Horford used to hang with Embiid, bro, back in the day. Okay, that was back in the day. <laughs> back in the but day? I'm saying Embiid's entering that part of like, dude, who's gonna stop him? Al Horford's strong, bro. What I'm saying, like, when when okay when when we see Embiid coming your your stepping across the lane and we see Jokic coming out the lane, what's happening when Jokic does it? It's blubber, bro. It's a little floater, right? <laughs> you know, it's, he's coming through. It's a little layup, right, for his 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 euro. I'm saying when Giannis started to do that Euro and it wasn't just a layup, it was like a slam on you. <laughs> like that's Euro where Embiid's slam. coming through, right? It's like, oh my goodness, he has an impossible move to defend. And it's not just that, but Giannis has two impossible moves to defend now. He has a Euro, he has a spin, and then he has actually kind of a hard defend like his, his little hook that he has, right? Dude, I, I just don't think Embiid's play is sustainable to move like that. I think so. At that weight? Like you say, he's three hundred pounds to move like that. Oh, Shaq was like probably like three fifty. Yeah, when he was at his prime. I mean, and and well, and also, Embiid's been playing for like six years now, right? Yes. So he better get it on soon, bro. He's, he's getting got, it like, on. I'm saying he's getting it on now. And besides, last year, I think I think he's already. I think he's before he's in his, I think before he's in his prime, and he, he's he's not going to get like much better. Before than Embiid, now. before Embiid went down last year, he was ahead of Jokic for MVP. And this year, he's ahead of Jokic for MVP. Well, Jokic also had, like, the Nuggets, like, pretty high in the rankings. Also, right? MVP is not decided by players. It's divided by 
Well, it's divided. Half of it players, half of it by media, and half the media is going in this, this Were year. the Suns the second seed last year? That's why they played the Lakers at, at like. I think they played third seed. Oh, they were the, no, were they the were, Suns. Suns were second seed. Yeah, so the, so the so the Nuggets were the third seed, and that was, that was yeah, bro. I just I, Embiid's play isn't sustainable, bro. He, you can't go pound for pound for twenty for, for ten plus years. You can't. I he just needs to go for five to right now. Move like that. I think he just go for five more here. And and Jokic isn't putting that kind of like like Jokic doesn't need to be able to do that, man, to be as dominant as he is. I think he's stressing his body, and you just haven't seen it yet. So that's just my opinion on Jokic, yeah. and health wise. Well, anyway, Jokic is clearly better. and and I think you're over overplaying the health thing because there's only one season where he didn't play more I than think, fifty games. I think yo- the the gap between Jokic and 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 Embiid is similar to the gap between Curry and Dame. Oh no no it's yes, not. Yes, it is. It's it not. Is. It no, is. No, it's not. Reason. Like I, I recognize that there is that gap between Curry and Dame. You know what I mean? Like generational talent and like surefire Hall of Fame, right? Um, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not comparing. Like I don't, Hall I don't think that I don't think that Jokic has changed the game. Like although Jokic has changed the the, the center position quite a bit actually. Oh, you act like there's not been playmaking bigs who've been dominant. No, but like I mean like everyone was looking for the next Embiid. Right and the next like Demarcus Cousins. Remember Demarcus Cousins was just like a bully, bro. Yeah, but and and, and then and then like Demarcus Cousins. Everyone thought like Embiid's game was similar to his. Who right? was the Who's the best center of all time in your opinion? And this kind of changes. Will? Uh, oh no no! <laughs> he was not even the best center of his era. Uh, no, probably Shaq. Bill Russell was the best. Center. It probably is Shaq. Oh, no, you're such a disrespect, bro. <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> oh yeah, for right. me it's well, Hakeem, no. it's between Hakeem Olajuwon. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, it's no, it's definitely Kareem. It's Kareem. And Shaq. No, it's Kareem. It's Kareem by 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 quite a bit. Well, it's Kareem, Kareem isn't. Was did he play? Because he considered four. Kareem is a center. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's Kareem. So Kareem's the third best player of all so time. I think Kareem's stats are a little padded because like there were just wasn't enough big guys to play against him. Like the next big center that he played during his prime was Moses Malone, <laughs> and he was like six nine. <laughs> Moses was six nine. Yeah, I was, swear he was bigger. He was not a stem footer. He's like six nine, six ten. Yeah. Okay. So again, like it's not it's not a knock on Kareem, but like he didn't play in an era where like there was a whole bunch of centers that he was like Robert Parrish, right? Like that was the other center that's that was during his time that was like, Oh, you can challenge him a little bit. Like when Hakeem was around around, there was Shaq, there Dude, was David Robinson. It's not Hakeem. I think it's Hakeem. You think Hakeem's the best center of all time? Well, until one of these guys I think I think both Embiid and Jokic will pass Embiid. Uh, Hakeem as Hakeem? the greatest player. I think they. I don't think. So. I think they'll pass Hakeem. They're not gonna pass Kareem, bro. Not in scoring. No one's. No one's scoring is gonna be higher than Kareem. <laughs> Kareem, bro. Kareem, but I. I don't know. I just think. If he, yeah, I. I just think. I. I understand like the ceiling is there for Embiid, like the pop, but I just don't think he can get much better than he is already. I think he is. He's gonna get better. How much better? He's already past I just his told prime you. In, in, I just in, told you how much better he's gonna get. <laughs> no, you didn't. I just told you he's gonna be better than that. He has the potential to be better than the Hakeem. Oh my goodness, dude. All right, well, we'll have to leave it there, folks. Uh, but yeah, um, th- thanks for tuning in to episode four of the Ball Freak Sports Podcast. What, what could we be looking up forward ahead? What What can we look up forward? Uh, Mr. Ball Freaks, what can we uh, look? Mr. Ball Freaks. <laughs> what What are you and Ruben doing this coming next week? Uh, oh, what yeah, are so we and I and, working Me and Ruben are going to drop a, a football podcast talking about our school, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl set, man. Uh, we're going to talk about some Super Bowl uh, picks and whatnot. In What's the, about the some next all pro? Um, and also, um, pro Bowl. Our email is 
ballfreakswithaz sportspod at gmail.com. If you guys want to send anything in you want us to talk about or whatnot, give us some Or comments about what you think. We, 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 want, we want to talk to you guys. Uh, we want to hear what you have to say. I know we probably don't have that many listeners, but yeah. Um, <laughs> all of you guys. If you listen to this podcast, we love you. We love you. And share the podcast, man. And what, Pro Bowl? And you guys have any thoughts on Pro Bowls too? <laughs> um, there has to be. There's a couple of like names of the quarterback stuff. Just so like, Mac oh, Jones, you? bro. Daddy Mac made this. <laughs> Daddy Mac made <laughs> this. You definitely have to talk about that, right? Yeah, um, but yeah. Um, Wait, where is a Pro Bowl this year? It's not in Hawaii anymore, is it? Uh, Why watch it if it's in Hawaii? Actually, I, don't, I don't even know, man. Where is you have to Pro look Bowl? it up before no. you start. Well, we'll talk about that. Tune in and you'll find out where the Pro Bowl is. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, catch you on the flippity flop, ball freaks. Much love. Peace.